0: And welcome back to the For Film Site Podcast, everybody. My name is Ran Archie, and I'm here with...
1: Chris Lucky. And... Jonathan Smathers. And hey. tonight,
0: we are going to be talking about The Place Beyond the Pines. I almost forgot the title of the movie, the yeah. intro that was going really fucking smoothly. No, all right. <laughs> Glad I saved it. Yeah. <laughs> plays Beyond the
2: Pines. That shit was great. Yeah, it was pretty like, fantastic. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, but before we do any of that, let's do our typical shit, the ketchup, condiments, mm-hmm. mayonnaise, oh, yes. horseradish, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's up? What have you guys been up to?
2: Jonathan, anything uh, new? We have a class together this quarter, which have is two cool. Two classes. Two classes. Yeah, portfolio and and
1: electronic. Uh, kind
2: of oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which I don't really even know what that is. I don't either. But you're just so
0: going to be making news packages.
2: Same thing we did in the other class: studio production, yeah. studio broadcast, whatever. Bullshit. Learning
1: something new, kind yeah. of. You not yourself. at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, not at all.
0: Going to have to use this like bulky, annoying, fucking bullshit HMC cameras.
2: No, not at all. Not at all? No, we don't, we don't, we don't have the same teacher you had. We have a much worse teacher <laughs> that is incompetent in all ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, so any of those things that you had to do, we won't have to do that is at it all. the
0: same one that I was angry about yes. last quarter? Yes,
2: we yeah. have that
1: teacher.
0: Solid. <laughs> Man, you guys are going to have a great time. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. Great. At this point, I don't even care. We're almost out. Yeah, it's like like, like, let me just just get my A and be gone, dude. Give me my B and let me be gone. You know the problem
0: is that that motherfucker didn't give me an A Mm -hmm. (laughs) in either of the classes that I had with him.
2: So I'm a little fucking mess. You you didn't play the game, though. You you Uh. should have played the game. You didn't play the game the same time. I played
0: enough of the game. Mm. I did my work.
2: That's not the game, though. I mean, I what's no. the game? But that's that's exactly like the game. If, like if you just show up and do your work and think <laughs> that that's good enough, which it should be, yeah. <laughs> you know, then you're not going to get that A.
0: What the fuck? Exactly. Oh, have to, like, you suck to, his you dick to pass, too. You
1: had to pass those two quizzes, right? Yeah. 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 I have
0: to go downstairs, give him a fucking handy while I'm doing my work in After Effects. Yeah, that's a, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Jesus this, it's Like
2: the um, oh, we talked about it one time before. Like in the uh, the industry, you're either gonna kiss ass or eat shit. And it's like, you got to make a choice. (laughs) Like, which one do you want to do? It's like, you got to do one. Like, you got to do one. You can kiss ass or eat shit. And when you
0: kiss ass, sometimes you're going to get a little bit of shit along the way. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm angry for you. The anger that you guys are not experiencing, I'm having it. How much
1: longer do you have?
0: Like, till July 2018. Okay. So it's not too long. It's just like a little over a year. It'll fly by. Yeah. 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 But, ugh anyway
2: <laughs> i uh I took my daughter to see that uh the movie the boss baby uh, the boss baby yeah oh that guy. Yeah. I mean, she liked it. She thought it was. Uh, she thought it was funny. And I, I'm giving. I gotta give props to uh, to Miramax. Like these guys, I had no intentions of ever seeing it. Like we talked about on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. I would have never seen this movie. Like I, I shit. I shit talked this movie actually when I announced at the movies. Yeah. But they're fucking smart as hell because like my daughter. I have my daughter throughout the summers, birthdays, holidays, spring break, something like that. You right. know. So this movie came out on spring break, where parents have an entire week with to like. Kids. What the fuck am I gonna do with this kid? you know an entire week and they put the movie out during that week and It he was like what the fuck I'm gonna do with this kid in this house like oh, I wanna go see Boss Baby I'm like you sure you don't wanna go see you know Ghost in the Shell or
0: uh... yeah. <laughs> 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 no train spotting too maybe <laughs> like you nope sure? how Boss old is Baby? your daughter
2: oh uh, she's nine
1: okay yeah.
0: yeah that's like right around the market for that's me. when I yep. saw Gladiator
1: yeah yeah I nice. had a very irresponsible mother oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> same I saw The
0: Shining when I was like 10 oh my mm-hmm.
1: god dude yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that fucking
0: old Lady okay. scene terrified me for ages. I
1: didn't like the pig, the pig head, the pig scene. <laughs> oh gosh!
0: <laughs> Speaking
1: of Stephen King, have you guys seen the It yes. trailer? Yes, I
0: did. Yes. I am. I was. I was all happy with the trailer until the last shot of the trailer. What? When he like gets out of the water? Like, Thank and you, like Super fast. Yes. I was like I,
2: watching it with John the Two. I'm like, I'm not sold. As yeah, soon as no, I seen that, sold. I said the same thing. What was
1: wrong with the
0: that it scene? It's just, it's just a silly effect that had no place in that trailer. Because that,
1: I, you know, that actually. I think I can understand that
0: because yeah. the trailer was like built around the idea of suspense. So, yes, and, and then, then you... they break it with that shot. And like when you're when you're doing a trailer for it, a movie that is purely about suspense, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, uh, and then you kind of have that jump scare at the end. It feels like you're marketing to the wrong people and by doing that i mean your movie's going to suffer if that's a ton of the movie if you're marketing to the suspense crowd and then you're getting the jump scares mm-hmm. that's like a yourself.
1: good point i did not think of it like that mm-hmm. i think it should could have it could have ended perfectly with just him having his head right Come above out of the right, drain yeah yes. right, right above the water right above the water right, just yeah. the eyes. Mm-hmm. yeah as mm-hmm. the that's as like, uh, georgie was talking mm-hmm. yeah that'd have been a good okay right, i can see that yeah, that would have been still a perfect so excited approach, though really. mm-hmm.
0: I I'm a Stephen King fan. Like yes. I love like a lot of the Stephen King movies are like pretty garbage, but mm. I still enjoy them okay. cuz they're kind of Stephen King stories. Mm. So like I'm excited for it, but I hope that they they stay away from the jump scares and stick yeah. with the suspense. I'm yeah. a you fucking asshole dog. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit, I trusted yep. you. No, you should not have. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm uh, currently reading the book nice. it and I feel like it's going to be I hope it gets an R rating. Yeah, I wrote, should, should. And I hope it uh is pretty loyal to the book cuz Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the TV version, it's like a George, yeah, story. George, <laughs> Georgie, you know Georgie gets killed in the beginning, mm-hmm. and you in the TV movie, you don't really see it. Uh,
0: right? You want it to be, be a little bit gorier You don't
1: really see what happened. You just know Georgie gets killed, but in the book, like, gets his arm ripped off. Jesus, and sheesh. If I'm like I'm trying to see a little kids' arm get ripped off. I mean that's that's what I wanted. I wanted that I in like Hunger George Games.
2: You're not going to get it. It's unfortunate. I no. thought I was going to get that in Hunger Games with kids ripping each other's body parts apart and just blood and dying and gore from kids. Like I've been preaching this what for months now, wanting to while. see it. Can I see it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are not going to let me see it, and you're not going to get to see it either. Y'all wanted to admonish I me think we account. were talking
0: about it the last time Jonathan was yeah. Good, yeah, actually. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, you want to see it? Now you want to see it? Then you're not going to see it. <laughs> you're not going to see, see it.
0: I'm fine with a kid. I, I really also want to see a kid getting his fucking arm yes it happens off. that yeah. shit happens it does it does happen like all I'm, the fucking time all the
2: time i'm sure kids get their arms ripped off <laughs> like, all
0: of the fucking time
2: all the time
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be a two-part movie too <laughs> really because the book is when they're kids and when they're adults oh yeah, oh, yeah. it, it goes is. back it and is. forth so yep. i think there'll be a part two next mm. year okay when they're adults yep they oh. are slated yeah but i'm so excited it,
0: it looks pretty good like i'm just from I'm, reading the book too I haven't. I haven't read that book. I think I have. I, I think I have it somewhere it's in my so closet. It's so long, dude. It's a Bible. Stephen yeah. King is a fucking Bible writer. Yeah. I have insomnia by him. It's like a fucking. You can kill somebody with that book <laughs> get in the right place.
2: What did uh? What did you give Ghost in a Shield? One out of ten.
0: I give it a. Su- I give it a solid six point eight.
2: Six point eight.
0: Six point eight. Okay. Uh, I saw. I saw. I wrote a review about it.
2: Mm. Actually, I, I. I was like, all right. this... <laughs> Check this out. I'm glad we got Jonathan here today. All right, so <laughs> so me and Brian were text messaging, and he's like, uh, he's like, "Yo, I'm about to go see Ghost in the Shell." No, no, I'm, I'm here to see Ghost in the Shell. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, that's what's up. Like, that that sounds freaking awesome. I'm like, Ghost in the <laughs> Shell. <show>. Scaldro <laughs> Handsome been trying to fuck her for thirty years. <laughs> you have know? to see the movie. I'm like, cool. So I was like, well, as soon as you get done, like, let me know what you think, you know, because I might go see it. Like, maybe, you know. So he text messaged me back as soon as the movie's over. He was like, I wrote a, like a few pages of a review. If you want to know what I thought, then you can go click on my article and read Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> i was like what the fuck Who is, what the fuck so i sent him no response back like, no, what kind know, of is this and I'm I'm like, like,
0: no. I, I i recognized no. that the reason that he didn't respond was because <laughs> i sent the article yeah but the reason like, i sent the article and it sounded like an answer because so i sent it to jonathan too <laughs> was that it was six in the morning and i was done writing the fucking thing i'm like what the fuck i was like, just <laughs> exhausted i was just like i wrote it <laughs> fuck you click it
2: <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I, I just have a thing with. I'll, I'll eventually I'll read it, but after I see the movie, you know, like I yeah. like to know one out of ten, whatever it is, then see it. You know,
0: the, the, the way that I structure my reviews is like I, I, I say I tell people what they need to know mm-hmm. without spoilers, and then I go into spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. So like, even if you yeah, read I the read first the, the draft. It's
1: in a, it's right. in a draft. And I was reading that. But then I, I didn't read the finished version because I was like, I want to see the movie. He's probably going to like put some spoilers in Yeah,
0: there. I, I always separate them just because mm-hmm. I know people like seeing like what people thought without spoilers. That's
2: what, Yeah, oh, yeah. it's different people. like I think you like reviews, don't you? Like before the movies? Or I like
0: I, I read the reviews before I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Usually, if I know, I'm not convinced about the movie. Okay. So like like for Ghost in the Shell, I didn't do it because I had a free ticket. And I was like, I'm not going to lose anything by it. Yeah. I didn't do it for Logan. But if I watch a movie like... Um, that was a fucking movie that came out. If I watched like an average, just normal, run of the mill movie like Get Out, I read yeah. reviews for Get Out because I didn't know what to expect. Okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like reviews and I like writing them. Mm. I just think that reviewers kind of suck at their jobs now. Mm. Like they're just, they want to like masturbate on the page instead of telling you what the movie's about. Did, which I guess we're all a little bit guilty of. It's just the degree of which a writer does it. Mm. I guess that annoys me.
1: Did we have a conversation like a year ago, probably that. Like hating like about the debate between watching trailers or not. No, we did. We definitely did. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, can yeah. we talk about the Spider-Man Homecoming? Like the second trailer for it. Has anyone seen it? No. I've seen
0: the one that was playing. Was playing. It showed the theater.
1: whole movie, dude. <laughs> uh, this pretty is fucking
0: bad, beat by beat. It's, you know what's gonna happen?
1: Oh my god, it was so frustrating, and and I. It's hard to resist trailers. Damn!
0: I don't watch them unless I'm forced to watch them. I get I Clark get
1: too here. excited. Like I'm like oh, I need to see something, and I know Spider Man definitely. But God, they showed the whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. They did. They I showed saw, all the beats. Don't watch like, if, if you haven't seen it. Don't watch it. It's I like, am excited. To see everything. What's like, his
0: fucking name? Tom Holland.
1: Yeah, it looks like a cool movie still, but God, I really like know exactly what happens. That's what it's sure. the same
0: problem that Batman v Superman had. Mm. They're like I saw the trailer, I knew exactly what beats were going to be hit.
1: Like I, I feel like we know more information even
2: without that, without the review, without the trailer, without any of this. Like, like who's the writer for this? Who's the director? Who's the cast? Like, no, I can... I'm not
0: talking about quality of the movie. No, I'm mm-hmm. talking about like the beats that the movie's going to go through. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah, the, the story yeah. beats. Yeah. Uh,
2: just like before before I go see a movie, I'm like, oh who's the director? This is if this is a new director, then I'm gonna need you and Jonathan to tell me something about <laughs> you know about this because it's gonna be tough. But otherwise it's like if it's a director that I've seen something from that I trust, then I'll go see it just to see it. You know, right. for a director or a writer.
1: Like you see him fight a villain, like a big pretty big villain in the movie, and then they reveal they show in the trailer right after the aftermath. It's like, oh okay. Well, guess that
0: doesn't yeah, happen. it just made me
1: mad. Who's the villain in it? Michael Keaton. Uh, he plays the birdman falcon? The, the falcon the falcon yeah he plays, yeah. A bird. he plays, he plays birdman <laughs> again it's a sequel <laughs> he reprises his <the> role as <laughs> birdman it's a crossover it's spider-man
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow all right it, it looks like a fun it looks like a fun movie it looks like it's going to be like a phone like mm-hmm. re, reintroducing a spider-man that we didn't need but mm-hmm. i'm welcoming in the hopes of it being funny mm. And in the hopes of it looking good. However, don't go see this movie in IMAX. Mm.
1: And they finally gave Spider-Man a New York accent. (laughs) Yeah, That was important. I like that he's a kid. I
0: like that he's actually a kid now. The only thing that annoyed me, I went to see Ghost in the Shell in IMAX, and that's where I saw this trailer. Yeah. Uh, Trailers in IMAX look like garbage. What do you mean? (laughs) They look awful.
2: Because they're like... They're not formatted for the IMAX? uh...
0: Well, no, this one was formatted for IMAX. Spider-Man Homecoming was. It just looked bad. Oh, gee. Like, the things that were popping out of the screen were like... Like the background and the foreground were like too separate, and like yeah. I couldn't identify where Spider Man was, mm-hmm. and like the the villains. It's just like it's just a bad, just a bad trailer cut for IMAX.
1: We're getting a Dolby theater at my, like a Dolby house at nice. the Concord Mills. What's that? What does that mean? It's like a there's speakers. It's like gonna be a lot more e- immersive. Area. Yeah, there's mm. just speakers on the ceiling, all around the walls, like a planetarium type thing. Yeah, and like yeah. a laser projector, yeah. like a part of the. You can't even like get near a part of the um, back row because they have like a late. They're having some sort of laser projector, nice. and you can't get near that. Huh? That's pretty cool. Oh well, shit! I don't even exactly know exactly what Dolby means other than of just of the sound.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. I I have to Google it, but I'm pretty sure it's it's means like the sound, sound. characteristic. <laughs> but yeah, if
1: you go in there, we haven't opened it yet, but the theater looks crazy. It's just nice. speakers all along the walls. I'm excited. That sounds all right.
0: I'm excited for shit. Like, I I want my movie experiences to be just like much more. It'll crush IMAX. IMAX is is not all that. IMAX, Mm. it sucks, man. Like, things just look bad. Like, Ghost in the Show looked okay. Mm. But it was okay for like a $16 ticket. But I I mean, I went for free. Yeah. But like, people pay $16 ticket and it just looks okay. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, have you watched anything interesting?
2: Yes. I watched Girls, uh season six, episode eight last night. Finale, right? Uh they got two more episodes left. Okay, cool. And there's this thing that I do with, with actors or actresses, whatever, um, but if there's, you can some some actors can only go so far, you know, like a Robert Downey Jr. I yeah. think he's a brilliant actor, he's great, but he can't talk to Tom Hanks right. like Tom Hanks can do everything. You know, he can he can make you cry, he can make you laugh, he can make you smile, everything. Robert Downey Jr. he's not going to draw, he's not going to elicit any emotional response from right. you in his movies. I, I just never seen it. Now, um, something that Lena Dunham did on her episode last night. Like, she made me cry watching Girls. Huh. And how uh, Devin was here last week or the week before, and he was like, yeah, you're not supposed to like her character. She's a terribly written character on purpose. Like, she does the shitty... Like, any time that you're watching her, and she's like, okay, don't make that decision, you know she's going to make that bad decision. <laughs> you know, and you just go along with all the things. So... After six seasons and almost the end of this show's series, she she gets um, she's pregnant now, and then the guy of her dreams comes back to her and was like, "Yeah, I want to help you raise the baby. I want to you know be the father, and I want I want to get married," and she like she can't make another bad decision like Mm -hmm. all the millions of bad decisions she's made has come to when she has a child in her stomach now and then she just breaks down like she can't make another fucked up decision now it's not just her it's a kid Mm -hmm. and they just they do a slow close up a zoom in on her of just her facial expressions and she did that shit like they just held the camera on her and she just sat there and gave it to you I was like whoa Lena is that a good show it was good the first two seasons, and now I'm just getting through. But, but the last the last season is is getting good again. <laughs> like season one and two is excellent. Season three, four, you know, season
0: five, maybe. season
2: five is <laughs> getting better.
1: Yeah, I always hear mixed opinions on Lena Dunham.
2: Yeah. I,
0: uh, I, yeah. I was one of the ones that had the biggest mixed opinion on yeah. her because I think she's funny by herself, but I didn't mm-hmm. like her comedy.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't
2: think she's funny. I mean, I guess she's a comedic actor. Like, her show is a comedy, but her herself, I haven't ever seen her do anything funny. Like, she's not a stand up comedian, and she's not funny on the show. Oh, I well, heard,
1: heard she was on Marin. I, I was sure yeah, she, she was, yeah, to I was on That was a good episode. Yeah.
0: That, was a, that was a pretty good, good mm-hmm.
1: episode. Yeah. 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 She's pretty, like, she's really she's smart, smart. Yeah. She's she smart and like witty, a, but it's like,
2: I don't think, like, comedy is her, like, thing to come out of her mouth yeah. you know
0: i guess that's what fucked it up for me because like when i first heard her, her name i thought she was a comedian mm-hmm. and then i didn't laugh mm. and then i was just like well she's not funny oh no not a comedian <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not weird sure. how about you job anything interesting in your repertoire
1: oh uh, you mean movies that i've seen mm. or telly or books mm. or books yeah, Well, he's, reading he's it but uh in television i watched the office again like all the way through for what the second the American uh, For the second Chris time Chris got mildly disappointed you you know I mean? The British yeah. is great But yeah. I don't uh, I, I, wa- uh, I watched that spinoff With the David Brent Oh I, I haven't <laughs> been watching it Is it good? On Netflix? It's just a movie uh, It's funny It's okay yeah, right. It wasn't bad Movies I, it, I have right? not really seen Anything super great You work at the goddamn movie theaters though But I haven't seen Anything really great I've what? seen Kong How was Kong? Yeah it, it, it Take it at face
2: value It's cool like a monster movie. Like some of the one of the listeners, that's probably their favorite movie of twenty seventeen. I'm, I'm sure. Like I've I def- oh yeah yeah definitely. Yo, working at the, uh, I mean, the Cage, cool. I've had a number of people come up and tell me how great Kong is.
0: I had uh, one of my best friends, Jordan. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Watched the movie. Jordan and he said, Crockett. Yes. And it was just like movie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a monster
1: movie. Like if you can't go into it expecting anything else.
0: But it's like just... it, it's a kaiju movie, and kaiju movies have been historically great. Except for the King Kong movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the first, the original King Kong was pretty great. I think that's about it. Like the only mm-hmm. good King Kong movie that's gotten like a really great price.
1: Well, then um, they're going to have Godzilla versus, Kong versus King Kong. Kong. Yeah. Versus like King Ghidorah. And- yeah, they're, they're just, bringing just, all like the Like a kaiju. fatal four-way. They're doing
0: like a kaiju connected universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Does, uh, does Samuel L. Jackson say motherfucker in the movie at all?
1: No, it's PG thirteen. No, but he plays the exact same character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a bad guy.
2: What's what about my guy? Um, is it John C. Raleigh that's in that? How how did he do? Did he bring any kind of comic relief at all? Yeah,
1: he was like the only comic nice. relief. I can I can I can deal with that. He's got the he's got the face.
0: Did you see Power Rangers? Yeah. What do you
1: think? Like a hard six. Nice. Ooh, I mean, a lot of I a lot of people that. really liked it, and it, it wasn't bad. It just it's
0: uh, sitting on the side of factor for a lot of people. Hard six. <laughs> no. Like I,
2: I understand y'all guys' rankings now. Like that's what what uh, Doctor Strange would have gotten. Yeah. Like a hard six. So it's like I don't need to see this, but it's like not an abortion.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> All right.
2: I'll keep that in mind. With Kyle I mean, Rangers. it was it, it
1: was for a new generation. You <laughs> yeah. know, I'm not gonna be like that. Yeah. 25-year-old nerd that's like, man, it's nothing like the originals. Yeah. Like,
0: push up your glasses yeah. and snort. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have three things I want to say before we cut to the actual body of the thing. Oh, goodness. Sorry. Uh, one, uh, now that you mentioned nerd, I go to get some games. It's uh, like a fantastic store. I play Magic there, and I love the owners, and they're great people. However... When you enter that door, you open up that door to go get your magic cards and set that one play. Mm-hmm. The first thing that hits you is the undeniably, the undeniable smell of fucking body odor that just lingers throughout the entire. I was expecting building. must. Yeah, yeah it's the m- same thing. Yeah, yeah it's okay. musky, fucking minging, <laughs> like like someone took like orange peels and then like left them out for way too long so they no longer smell good. Yeah, it's just like fucking take a shower nerds no, they don't, man
1: they don't care like
0: like <laughs> no. they like it's a collective body odor it's not like like one or three dudes that smell it's like it's collective like it's accumulated in the building <laughs> yeah. for like years since it's been opening like the vents like there's like there's like in the vents it, it's just permeates the air take a shower take a fucking shower man all right it's magic's where, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. huh
1: it's where they feel welcomed. It's like, like fucking
0: oh. bizarre, man. Like, oh, like I'm a nerd. I play magic. I hopefully I don't smell like that because
2: holy <laughs> shit. You haven't smelled like the people that I've seen you around in there. Like, some of those, those animation students, like, Someone, yeah, they smell they're, very they're, bad. They're, they're must. There's yeah. four of them that I know they smell so bad. <laughs> and it's like, I could tell them that, but I don't.
1: Nah. I don't it's because so I'm we- a good person. That, that's so weird. Like <laughs> it's, how it's a- that, that's like the stigma. <laughs> yeah. And it's around them yes like, what is it about like if nerds if, not bathing
2: <laughs> I, I mean it's, it's to the point to where it's like if a nerd comes up to me and they don't smell then i'm gonna comment hey
0: you smell all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate them for. yeah i'm gonna celebrate
2: them for smelling normal like they generally don't have a good smell that's hilarious about
0: them. uh yeah no i walk into that shop and I, every time i open the door i just get hit in the face by fucking musk yeah just like you know that like weird like almost genital smell yeah. It's like right in the crotch where your thigh oh
1: meets. God, dude. I okay. fucking hate that smell. Belly button funk.
0: Yeah, yes. it's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, nerds, take a shower, all right? Magic's going to be there. Take a shower. Yes. Uh, what other thing was I going to say. Uh, Louis C.K., I watched like the first 15 minutes of his special. That mm-hmm. shit was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes Remember right the, now. The abortion thing? No. <laughs> he opened up the show yeah. like an abortion yes. thing. First thing. But he just goes and he goes like, the live is full of people that just didn't kill themselves today. Yeah. <laughs> fucking love that line it's not my favorite quote of the year so far that's and like
1: your perfect brand of cynicism yeah <laughs> like i was like brian would brian's gonna love this
0: i'm gonna watch it tonight <laughs> and then uh there's a show on netflix called 13 reasons why that i keep hearing nothing but great things
1: what's that about
0: uh, it's a girl that kills himself and then she sends tapes to the people explaining the 13 reasons why she killed herself okay apparently and apparently it's fucking brilliant and i haven't seen it and I just want to throw it out there in case that you guys want to go through the experience with me.
1: I got an ABC Family kind of vibe from it, but I guess I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, people fucking love it. it like That know. kind of drama. So I'm 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 interested in checking it out after I I watched Louis talk about people not killing themselves for an hour. Yeah. Check that out. Sure. Uh, that's about it. Uh, we're gonna come back and then we're gonna talk about the uh, place beyond the Fines. <laughs> And welcome back. We're gonna talk about the place beyond the pines. Hey, hey. Chris, do your thing.
2: Uh, the place beyond the pond. This is rated R. There was a uh, two-hour and twenty-minute runtime, solicited uh, as a crime drama thriller. Uh, the official release date was the nineteenth of April, two thousand and thirteen, in the USA, but it came out uh, two thousand and twelve uh, worldwide. Nice. Uh, the rundown is a motorcycle stunt rider turns to robbing banks as a way to provide for his lover and their newborn child, a decision that puts him on a collision course with an ambitious rookie cop navigating a department ruled by a corrupt detective. Uh, the writer-director is uh, Derek Sianfrance. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how you pronounce that. that. Uh, the, uh, the stars are Ryan Gosling as Luke, Eva Mendez as Romina, uh, Mahershala Ali as Kofi, Bradley Cooper as Avery, and Ray Liotta as... Uh, Deluca, I guess you will say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the rundown on that.
0: Just uh, beyond the ponds. Uh, I want to commend you and eating those noodles really partly. I was quietly. trying to be so careful. You fucked it up by putting the napkin up to your face in front of the mic. Oh, damn <laughs> mm.
1: sorry if that took anyone <laughs> off their their game. They're
0: good. Uh, anyway, this movie is like genuinely fantastic. Like I have I have very little things that are bad to say about this movie. I really, mm. really, really enjoyed it. First of all, the cast is fantastic. Yes. Uh, Did not expect to see Ray Liotta in here. Yeah. Like I, I've never seen like I haven't seen another Ray Liotta movie other than Goodfellas. Does anyone else
1: fucking hate his face? I love his face in that movie.
0: Oh, in that movie. Why?
1: He just looks like an evil gopher. He Mm. looks so. (laughs) He looks like an evil. He laughs with. (laughs) He laughs with like his cheeks are really puffed up. He looks like a gopher.
0: I, uh, Ray Liotta played later. the role perfectly.
1: I was like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: wow. All right. He has. I don't. I. I, I what other movies of Ray Liotta? Oh been in Besides Goodfellas, because uh, the I, only movie that I see him in is Goodfellas.
1: They're kind of like and low budget.
2: Really, they don't no, really get. No, like, can you look at like there's there's is five movies that I that like big movies. I look it up in the yeah. In the yeah. But he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, there is two other gangster movies that he was in. Um, shoot, was he not in Casino? Uh, shoot anyway yeah we'll look it up yeah he's he's in a lot of shit though
0: but uh really is in there ryan goslin and bradley cooper yes it's a fantastic cast of people yes um and like spoilers for the movie it came out a while ago fuck you yeah um the my favorite thing about this movie is that how it's separated it is Mm -hmm. it's kind of got that moonlight vibe where every like Mm -hmm. little thing that happens is a chapter yeah and then apart from being beautifully filmed and looking gorgeous the narrative structure is like very cohesive even mm. though it's very three it's three very distinct moments in time oh yeah and like and we don't even see like i was expecting bradley cooper to show up in the first frame of the movie uh you, are,
2: win. oh you knew about you knew a little bit, a bit about the movie before it came out before you seen it
0: i just knew that cooper was in it and uh, gosling was in it okay. that's all i knew about the
2: movie. only thing i knew was gosling so i'm expecting yeah. him to be in this entire movie and it's gonna right. be a ryan gosling movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. wrong <laughs> that's what i liked about this movie yeah. a lot though like i mm-hmm. expected bradley cooper and ryan gosling to mm-hmm. be in the movie yeah 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. and i got 40 minutes of gosling mm-hmm. and two hours of bradley cooper yeah and I, I, didn't care. I didn't mind. It yep. was awesome. Yep. Uh, the, the, the events that happen in the first half of the movie lead up perfectly to the second three quarters of the movie, sure. yep, the latter half, mm-hmm. and and it's no narrative disjointment at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when Gosling's character gets killed by Bradley Cooper's character, mm-hmm. it just, it just felt like, yeah, no, that's what happened, and that's how we're gonna deal with the aftermath now. And but my favorite part about the movie is that they introduced Bradley Cooper. When he needed to be introduced, mm. not when mm-hmm. not when the people wanted to see Bradley Cooper. It's like, he doesn't show up to 30 minutes in the movie. Mm. If you got a problem with that, then eh, fuck you, not in right. your movie. And I really appreciated that type of filmmaking. I think it's like, commendable because they, they, they did the thing purely for the story, not for the spectacle of having a big star yeah. in, in the first couple of shots of the movie, All right. which I loved.
2: All right, um, from from the top, like the first things that we're seeing is uh, is Ryan Gosling. When we get like a insight into his character, Luke. Uh first thing that I that I noticed number one is cigarettes. Like this mm-hmm. guy is like, I'm not um you know the, what's what's the um the thing where you live a live a short life in a pretty corpse or we whatever that,
0: yeah 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 whatever. Live a uh...
2: fast and die hard or whatever or something <laughs> like that yeah but that's the first thing i thought of like rebel without a cause you're smoking cigarettes in every single shot that <laughs> yeah. i see you in you know so um so then he, he put he puts on his helmet and uh he's on this like moped motorcycle and they put him inside like a huge ball mm. you know and um, they show the f- the first two guys on the motorcycle going around and around in a circle, and you can only assume that third person is uh, is Ryan Gosling is just sitting there on his bike not moving at all, and then after about 30 seconds he finally revs that shit up and he's going batshit through that that ball like you got the two guys that are just going in a circle back and forth back and forth but ryan gosling's character is the one where he's just the batshit crazy guy and it's like you see that that turmoil kind of sets it up for me his character for the rest of the movie Mm -hmm. that he's the guy that can do that inside that ball so um
0: But interestingly that you say that, because the first shot that we get around Gotham is like a two minute tracking shot of him walking through the crowd calmly, mm-hmm. putting on his helmet and then going into the ball, yep. just relaxing. Oh yeah. Like, he's so very he, stone faced throughout yeah, the
1: whole movie. Time. He doesn't have much expression on his
2: face. He's stoic at all times, even when yeah. um he does something very drastic later in the movie. He's stoic mm-hmm. at that point as well. I mean he's a completely stoic character. Um but yeah, um just just seeing him do all those crazy tricks inside of the uh, the ball, then the next thing you get to see is him have compassion of sorts. Um, you you see even Mendez character for the first time, which yeah. I didn't know she was in the fucking movie, and now I realize how he got married to her and got her pregnant. Like this movie came out in two thousand and twelve, so they had to been shooting late two thousand and ten, two early two thousand and eleven. <laughs> she had the baby in 2014 like this is where you guys met and not when did you see even mendez in this mm-hmm. movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: she looked really nice she like bradley really cooper nice. you fucked up bro like, you, <laughs>
1: like that was your chance that was your <laughs> chance like
2: she was looking the best she was ever going to look her entire life and yeah i would have put oh goodness yes good job ryan gosling good fucking job
0: can we congratulate Eva Mendes on a good performance <laughs> Why not I, because I, no, 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 put his no. penis inside I, her? I have
2: not got to that yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I have not—I have even said her name, her character's name yet. No. What
0: is it? Romina. Romina. She did a great I, job. I'll, I'll, I'll let you get to I'm that. I'm taking a that away from you. <laughs>
2: alright well I'm, I'm gonna continue gushing over Ryan Gosling for yeah. a bit alright <laughs> so um, yeah Ryan Gosling um, the first, first time we get to see him uh, show some compassion is when uh, even Mendez's character walks up didn't know she was gonna be in there whatsoever and the first thing she's saying to her is, um, is saying don't you remember so like number one we know that he knew her before this moment right. um, they, they, they talk a little while or whatever she said that she's gonna be gone for however amount of time and he's gonna be gone you know, so um, eventually he decides that he's not going to leave because he finds out he has the baby. Mm-hmm.
1: Jonathan. I really like, uh, this is probably my favorite role from Ryan Gosling. Really? I really yeah, because I like that he just seems like a very reckless, kind of, uh, seems like kind of a shitty person, but once he finds out he has a son, that's just all he cares about. He wants yes. to take care of him and then also wants to take care of him by any means necessary. Right. And he... When he finds out he can't really be around his son, uh, he's like, "Well, I'm going to go rob a bank and <laughs> provide for him." Yeah, but I've seen the movie tons of times, and uh, you mentioned it earlier. I the the thing that really draw uh, I was really drawn to was the th- like the kind of a three act. Structure. structure of it, like Moonlight. Yeah. You don't really see that a lot in movies.
0: Right, and you don't yeah. see it subtly done mm-hmm. the way no. this movie did. Mm-hmm. No. It's always pretty obvious.
1: And I, I, I even liked... I think his name was Butch, the mechanic. What was his name? Robin? Oh, uh, Robin, yeah. The, Robin? Yeah, I said him, yeah. Butch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a Butch, let's be honest. I loved him. Was uh, I, I like. him. The way he, um, I like the dynamic between him and Ryan Gosling a lot, yeah. and how he seemed to like just instantly take care of him, and also later in the movie shows around Dane DeHaan's character mm-hmm. just reminds him about his dad, shows him pictures of him. I what's really, I of the, really what's liked the name him. Kid actor? Dane yeah. DeHaan. Dane
2: DeHaan. Cool. was he? Has he been in anything? Oh yeah, he was in Chronicle.
1: Yes, he was in Chronicle. Yeah. This, this movie like really turned me on to him because I. I, I after I saw this, I saw him in a bunch of other stuff, and he was in A Cure for Wellness, mm. right. which is a, a one of my favorite movies of this year. Um, he's going to be in Valerian, which is a sci fi movie coming out this summer, which looks is so that, cool. The Divergent series? Mm. No, it's a uh, it's a standalone movie, but oh, yeah. the guy that directed The Fifth Element directed this movie. Oh, nice! But uh, that looks really good, and it also turned me on to Emory Cohen.
0: Is that the mini Ray Liotta? No. <laughs> oh, Bradley Cooper's son. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he was in. Um, after that role, he got a role in Brooklyn. Nice. Mm. Do you ever, see, have y'all seen mm-hmm. Brooklyn? No. Uh, okay, good movie. Um, his role, his um, just performance up. in that was great too. Nice. So yeah, it really turned me on to a lot of like up and coming actors, and uh, yeah, nice.
0: So, so Go ahead.
2: So, so we uh, we got to uh, to the door. So uh, we got Ryan Gosling at the door, and uh, we see um the child. He was like, so who's that guy? And he's like, um, he's, he's yours. He's like, but like the th-? mom
0: tell him, Romina
2: doesn't mm-hmm. tell him. No, 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 no. Romina's R- still in the house somewhere. This is uh, the, mo- the mother, not mm-hmm. the child's mother, Romina's mother. Right. Uh, so it's like, uh, he's yours. He's like, what the fuck? So uh, eventually uh, he talks to Romina and unfortunately she doesn't have a huge role in this. Eva Mendez doesn't have a huge role in this, but she still acts her ass off. And now nah, you stole a little bit of my Thunderbops, so I'm going to do it anyway. We have to give kudos to Eva Mendez.
0: For her performance,
2: no, not for a fucking performance for a fucking locking down Ryan Gosling. Do you not see what Ryan Gosling looks like? <laughs> Ryan Gosling looks the best that he is gonna look in his entire life. No, he's not. Everybody, why not? Four years later, he still looks like it, like he still looks great. Looks the same. Did he looks better now? Yeah, you think he well, opinion anyway. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, and I think even Mendez shares my opinion because she's seen him in 2011 was like, you know what, I need some of that shit. <laughs> so I com- I commend her the same way because, like, it's the same way like Ryan Gosling seen even Mendez was like, I need some of that shit even Mendez looked at him and was like you know what I need some of that shit it's, it's two beautiful people they're getting together and hopefully they'll have themselves a beautiful baby they, All have right. two, they have two kids two babies now Nice. It's oh, probably nice. be gorgeous kids. That's dude. what I'm saying. It's gonna be gorgeous babies. It's gonna be the most gorgeous babies in the history of gorgeousness. <laughs> fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> I don't know which one's gonna be a little bit browner than the, than the other one. <laughs> did,
2: did you see how like how not brown the kid was?
0: Yeah, he was pretty gosling. Yeah, he was, he was very <laughs>
2: gosslingish. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's at the house and um, and Luke is talking to uh, to Romina and he's saying, hey, he's my son. I should be around him. I was I was I, I, I wasn't around my dad and look how I fucking turned out. You know and that's like a really big play on this entire movie is the relationship with fathers. Yep. You know, something that you really get to see the um that Ryan Gosling didn't have a father. Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. fucked his life over and then left his child without a father. Uh his child um you know we we get to see what happens to him later in the movie but he's fatherless now and he's Continuing that that cycle, you know that that Ryan Gosling didn't have a father, and now he doesn't have a father, and he's becoming his father all over again,
0: yeah. and
2: um, the same cycle that we got to see with um with Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper had the father that's a judge, you know whether he's <laughs> right or wrong. His father was in his life, and he showed him how to manipulate the system and how to you know get where he needed to go. Uh, when Ryan Gosling said that he wanted to Ryan Gosling, not Ryan Gosling when uh, Bradley Cooper had a conscience, mm-hmm. he had a conscience the entire movie, and uh, he eventually wanted to turn on the police department and the police department wasn't having any of that he talked to his dad who was a judge his dad was like i can tell you how to get out of this but you're not going to like it and he tells him to do the most sinister like thing that he could possibly do and in like do you have somebody there that you trust he says to go to the person that you trust the most and inform like record it and use all of that information against all of people that you work with and in turn you'll be able to boost your way up the corporate ladder and he does that to manipulate the system some way that we've seen in um in the movie nightcrawler you know
0: yeah i didn't even think that was like that's ruthless or like sinister at all really like I like he did that no, and I was no no it
2: like, seemed like he was just doing the right thing no no he he was doing the right thing but it's um there's a unfortunate thing called snitching now I don't believe I don't believe in snitching because because it's bullshit but this this is the thing where I do believe in it so say me and me and you Jonathan say me and you it's like hey do you want to rob a bank and then you say hell y'all yeah, want to rob a bank let's go rob a bank so then we plan to rob the bank and then after about six months you de- begin to develop a conscience about it. So then he's like, I don't know if I I shouldn't have did that, shouldn't have did that. How do I get out of this? And then you come to me, your good friend and have me record me talking about the bank robbery and about how I had the idea for it. Then you go turn it into the police, you get immunity and then send me to jail for the rest of my life. You know, it's like, it's not wrong that you told and did the right thing, but you've already done this shitty thing. You're trying to make up for it by throwing your friend under the bus. I mean, Bradley
1: Cooper never did a bad, I mean, yes, he did.
0: He took money. He took money, but
1: he didn't even know. He kind of got pushed into that situation. He still though. did it. He did it. But he was just there. It's like, not like he was like, circ- yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's under go. The let's circumstances, roll up to that house.
0: I really. He's guilty of it. I mean, he's guilty of yeah. it. But under the circumstances, I'm really okay with the, the what he did. Like, I, I'm really okay with it.
2: Remind me to never do anything illegal with you then. <laughs> ever
1: in life. <laughs> so you don't like what Bradley Cooper did? Not at
2: all. Like, it's okay if you want to uh, tell the truth. I'm all for integrity and telling the truth, but you can't say, hey, me and you are partners and I'm telling the truth to you, and then go behind his back and lie.
0: See? You know? Like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But if we rub a bank, and then I'm going to be like, man, I shouldn't have robbed the bank. Mm-hmm. And then you I'm gonna go, say that I I'm gonna say that I robbed the bank.
1: Go turn yourself in. But yeah, don't, but don't. But say, I'm, not,
0: don't, I'm taking you with me. Why? Because we robbed the bank together.
2: That's what I'm saying. We're never going to do
0: anything illegal. But,
1: wasn't he trying to be a little bit more tactful with it, though? Like, he tried to give the money he talked to, initially, to Romina, initially, He did
2: initially. He tried was, to sweep it under the rug. What,
0: what Bradley did. Cooper did yeah. uh, was a moral dilemma because the, the police system was corrupt. Yeah. And he tried, like, hey, this is what's happening. These are the people that did it. Yeah. And then when that didn't work, he was like, all right, well, I'm just going to take everybody down.
2: He should have went down himself. Nah. It is that's t- all right. So, so say me and you smoke a blunt right now. Yeah. I go home. I'm in my house, and then the police drive by, and they was like, "It smells like marijuana there." And then they come in the house, and they are like, oh, "Is there marijuana here?" Yeah, but um, Chris was smoking weed with him too. I got his number. Let me go ahead and call him. He's at the house. Go pick eh, him that's up.
0: That's a little different. That's, that's how that's is that, How that's is contextual. it not the same?
2: Like, why, like, what, what, why would you call to bring me down then, and we rob the bank? Why would you bring me down there?
0: Because I don't know. I just that's like, the it's like, it doesn't make sense. It's I like, feel there's like no in the reason. context of like robbing like, a bank. You know, like, taking money away from, like, taking money illegally. Doing something wrong. In an illegal search. Doing
2: something illegal. Yes. Right.
0: But the context of the illegality of the situation, like, demands some consideration into my reaction. So it matters how illegal it is? Yeah. Like, weed's not that illegal. Weed's illegal. Wait, is illegal? Li- what the hell is <laughs> happening right now? But it's not like, it's, it's not illegal. Like a great, that shit is illegal. It's wrong. But it's, on the spectrum of morality, so I if can, I smoke a blunt and I rub a bank, two fucking different how, levels of morality. How, how, much,
2: how much weed? Can I bring, I got a pound of weed in the car. Can I bring it and
0: leave it in the room? No. That's <laughs> all that's what I'm saying. It's illegal. You go to jail. It's wrong. No, because it's a pound wrong. of weed is a fucking felony. How, how much weed? A blunt is a misdemeanor. Can I bring half an ounce? Is that a misdemeanor amount? Yes. Then yeah. Seriously? <laughs> fine. And you wouldn't tell? No. <laughs> if it's a misdemeanor, fuck it. If you're bringing a pound of weed into my house mm-hmm. and someone comes asking like, where this pound of weed comes from, fuck you, it's your pound of weed. So
2: so you would you would tell as long as this... You wouldn't tell for misdemeanors, but you would tell for felonies, is what that,
0: saying. Uh, uh, I would, It's contextual on the amount of fucked upness that it brings for me. But, you know? Like, if you come into my life with ooh. fucking pound of weed... And it's gonna fuck up. How do you up. feel about this? I'm Jonathan. gonna drag you along with me.
2: I mean, would you would you is it is it do you feel the same way? <laughs> I'm just trying to see if I if I'm in the wrong, because I'm a bit older, and it's just like if I get caught for something, then I got caught and nah. I'm going to jail. It's like I'm not gonna say, hey, well, you know, Brian does this. Like that has nothing to do with this. Like I got caught. He came Like if and we, got if,
0: if I get like okay, if if I get a conscience for something we did together, yeah, I'm not just getting a conscience because I did it. You did. I'm getting a conscience because we did it. Because we did the thing. Oh, no. Because we're, we were in a partnership together, and I feel just as responsible for your side of the equation as my side of the equation.
2: You can't feel responsible for someone else's actions.
0: No, but if I get a conscience, I feel guilty about the action itself. Ooh. Whatever circumstance that happened, then I'm going to try to re- like rectify the circumstances. If you're one of those circumstances, I'm going to try to rectify you. I'm sorry. I mean, it's good to know. Uh, now, uh, Don't come with a panel a So, house. so if SWAT uh, team just swung
1: yeah. into your window right now mm-hmm. and confiscated a bunch of stuff, but you were the only one here. Mm-hmm. But an hour earlier, you and you and Chris were in here just Smoking facing up. them. <laughs> and you would, you would, you would bring up Chris's name.
0: If they asked me where it came from, i would probably be like, "Well, I got it from here," and then I'd be like, "Well, uh, i would probably be like, 'Well, what do I get out of this whole thing?'"
2: It's like, you get immunity. Well, I'll show you where he lives. Like, that's, that's what it sounds like to me. It, it's, like, it's
0: a moral it's a moral conflict that's hard to deduce unless you're no. in a situation. Do but you I'm feel okay, like it, Jonathan? So, I'm okay with what Cooper did. I'm really, I'm okay.
1: Oh, man. He got a
0: conscience. He tried to help. And then he saw that it couldn't help, so he joined the So if SWAT
1: team swung into your bedroom, Chris, and yeah. and, and – and and, and brian brian brought me five pounds of weed but now and now he's gone yeah
2: you're like man you better
0: tell you better tell him where those fucking five pounds why no
2: you didn't you didn't come bring a gun to my head and say hey you better put this weed in your fucking house no i said i want this and i took responsibility for it like if, if they if they pulled you over on the way to the house then that's you after you give me the illegal thing then that is my responsibility if i get caught then i got caught why should, should, I, should I tell on you, the person that gave it to me, the person that gave it to you, the person that was in the car? You know, it's like
0: it's, it's contextual. It, it really mm-hmm. is contextual.
2: It's it's. I'm not I'm not about saving my own ass yeah. at, at the expense of someone else. I, ever, never, ever. Really,
1: <laughs> I never really I never really thought Bradley Cooper was this knight in shining armor for right. doing what he did. Yeah. And you kind of I in a way, you, I think he kind of pays for it. He does a yeah, little bit is. later. Yes. So I think they already kind of established that what he's doing is right but, but he, he did also participate. Yes, yeah. and that's so. all. I'm saying, yeah, like, like
0: I'm not, I'm not celebrating him like as a knight in shining <laughs> armor. Yeah. but I'm just saying, like it was okay to bring down a corrupt police force, even if you were part of the corrupt police force for like ten. It's minutes, not hypocritical at all. For like it is, but I'm but, okay with it. You're okay but, with hypocrisy yeah, as well. Now I'm okay with that type of hypocrisy. But also, he oh. did a better thing. He did a better thing. That he would have done and he kept quiet.
1: Also, you know, he, oh, what I mentioned earlier, he tried to do the subtle thing, give it back to Romina yeah. or drop the sack of money onto yes. the, chi- the mm-hmm. chief's uh, That's desk. admirable.
2: That's what he yeah. should have did. Definitely. But then
1: when Ray Liotta led him into that dark patch of woods. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Can we do a flashback real quick? Because um, in that scene where he's uh, taking him down, that, down uh, that patch of woods, he is nervous as shit. Bradley yeah. Cooper is a young man and he is super nervous just thinking he's rotting down here to his like imminent death. And then we get to see that scene again at the very okay. end of the movie, where uh, he's right—he's going down the in the woods to what he thinks is his imminent death. When the person, uh, what's what's he got? Ryan Gosling's child is leading him to the Jason, woods. Jason, the yeah. but yeah.
1: that had to have been the breaking point. Like, okay, Ray Liotta just led me into this dark patch of woods. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. So my life seems to be on the line mm-hmm. at this point. So then he kind of made the decision. Mm-hmm. All right, it's contextual. I'm going to give the DA an ultimatum mm-hmm. like make me give me give me assistant DA mm-hmm. and immunity, and, yeah immunity so it's contextual
0: it's definitely yeah. no it's contextual. wrong it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's terrible it's terrible I
1: mean that's like you our still, friendship took a terrible hit you just st- now like you, well you still think he shouldn't have said anything even after that incident
2: he said anything about to I mean no this, this is the reason why is he made a choice and now he's choosing to bring everyone down around him because of his choice no, because he didn't even make choice. the
0: choice to begin with. How
2: did he not? He, he was it. pushed into a situation. Nope, he's not a victim. Blackmailed he's into not situation. a situation. He's not a I'm, victim. I'm not
0: saying he's a victim. He participated. Yes. But, but he, he chose to pu- He was pushed into a corner. He was pushed into a corner.
2: He's not a victim. He chose. He, he chose. he chose. He could have quit the police force a long time ago if he didn't want to be in that kind of circumstance. Like, you can walk away. At any time, you can always walk away. At no point did anybody force him to do any of those things. Even right. when they told him to pick up the baby upstairs, he didn't have to pick up that baby so they not Yeah, don't he was them. kind of a punk about he it. He was a yeah. punk about all of it. It's like, I don't believe in victims. Like, I, I, no. I,
0: I, I think there, there's, a, there's a subtle, um, how do you say a miscommunication as to, like, or, like, disagreement as to, what, like, what a victim is in a social situation. Mm-hmm. Like, in a social situation like that, where you're with corrupt cops and you're mm-hmm. in a house doing an illegal search... Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that doesn't Why are you agree. in the house? They dragged. They didn't tell him they were going to the house.
2: He didn't have to. He's seen the house. Like, he didn't have to go in. Right.
1: But it's like, also from a, from a professional standpoint. Like, these yeah. are his yeah. probably superiors. Mm, and- they are. So, Ray Liotta is he's got a there's a lot of
0: social pressures that we don't see that are important in the situation. The
2: same social pressure for him to go to the police chief and say, Hey, these guys did this, and here's the money, yeah, which he
0: he, did. That was the first thing he did, yeah.
2: Like saying, like he made that decision, he made that choice, he could have made the choice not to go in the house as well. Like, I can't, it it sounds as if you're saying that choices are being taken away from him when they weren't. They kind of were. How, how can you do it when when you're in a
0: house, like when you're in a house full of your superiors? And like you are there's an expectation as to what your next action expectation, is going to be. One hundred percent true. There is an expectation of that action. One hundred percent. You are socially entrapped. No. And there are two no. choices. There are two choices that happen. Yes. You are socially entrapped and you can you can sort of stay in that social entrapment. Mm.
2: Right? Or
0: or or you can walk away, but it's not a simple issue. Walking walking yes, it away. Is. No, walking away from that social entrapment is what? inherently more difficult. Then continue to be there because the human conditions wants to keep going with the status quo. You didn't have to, even that. when even you didn't have to. That's, but all, it was I'm socially That's all I'm saying. That's I'm saying.
2: You're saying there wasn't the a black choice. and
0: white mentality that you have doesn't Just- allow. A discussion for morality the way that morality should be discussed.
2: How does he not have a choice, though?
0: He has a choice, but the morality of the choice Mm -hmm. isn't as black and white as your opinion. No, 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 it's it's definitely
2: not black and white, the morality of the choice. But I'm saying we can't say that he didn't have a choice whatsoever. It it takes the responsibility for all the negative things that he did thereafter.
0: He is responsible, but he was socially entrapped. Uh, he was uh, trapped in a career yes. in a career sense agree, agree and entrapped by his superiors
2: i agree with all therefore
0: that. walking out of that situation would have, would been, have been it Very would have been difficult, difficult yes. and it would have posed a risk to his life mm-hmm. to him multiple times to walk out of that situation yes. therefore the ability to make the choice to walk away is severely limited and walking away could have what? meant his death i mean that goes At back to jonathan's point, point is
2: him being a punk
1: you know, you're just like, a lot more headstrong than Bradley Cooper. I mean, it's a character. It's just you a character. Be like, no. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you but, don't, but you don't it, have to make those choices.
2: He, it's like you're saying a person that's just like they're not fully developed, which Bradley Cooper's character wasn't. And we're supposed to see his development.
0: A, yeah, and you know? I, I get it. But like, he's a rookie cop following superiors into a situation that he had yeah. no idea was going to lead into the kind of choices that he had to make. Yeah. Sometimes you're put into situations where you make a choice because yeah. it's the only choice that seems right. But you were socially entrapped, morally, socially, and sort of entrapped by what feels like pure, pure pressure. Mm. And that happens. That doesn't mean that a person is weaker. It was like a person was caught in a moment of weakness because they didn't know how to handle the situation. Mm. Because that, uh, that sort of um, um, schema wasn't available in their brains before. Therefore, they couldn't make a choice. Okay. Like, the, 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 the reason I have such a big problem with this is because it, it, it oversimplifies mm. the issues of morality and consequence. And, and, and sort of the issues of, like, good versus bad. Like, yeah. like what he did, yeah, he sort of boosted himself up in the thing, but what he did, he took down a, a corrupt police force. The good of taking out the corrupt the police force. He
2: blackmailed his way in he did, taking his way He did, but by
0: taking that corrupt police force out...
2: Then he was able to... Be the corrupt himself police force.
0: up, but the good outweighs the bad. But he's he the got rid of a police, uh, like a corrupt. But he
2: became force. the corrupt police force, though.
0: But he didn't do anything else with it. He just became a campaign senator. He just became a politician.
2: He let his like he didn't like he's he's en, he's enabling all those stuff. Like you see the interaction with his son to where his son is just. beat the shit out of some kid you know he like well not not some kid you know the the kid of the 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 son of the guy that he killed Mm -hmm. his son beat the shit out of the other kid but but he's uh the assistant uh, district attorney at the time so it's like well i don't care my son will get right out of jail and i'll do this kid a solid i'll get him out of jail too it's not a big deal it's like he looks over the things there's no punishment for the guy that just did something terrible and
0: i agree that that's terrible
2: but that's what i'm saying like he took down a corruption just so he could be the person that decides what is corrupt and what is not yeah you know, it's like, I don't, I don't think it makes it better. Like,
0: it's not, it doesn't make it like better. He,
2: but he did a, a thing that we're saying is good to people that we're saying is bad, so he can do a bad thing.
0: Yeah. And, and like, listen, morality, morality is complicated, and that's the yes. issue that we have with morality discussion. Yeah. But the black and white mentality of morality in the situation or the morality of snitching mm. or whatever is just not that simple. The morality of having a choice, the morality of being a victim, mm. the circumstances that create a victim are never black and white. They're always... In multiple gradients of gray. Mm. And when someone says that you don't believe in victims, mm. it, it strikes a huge red flag in me. And it kind of ma- makes it's, me angry. It's a bit
2: different. If I took a gun out and like, shot Jonathan in the head, he's a victim. You like, can't do anything about that.
0: Then you do believe in victims.
2: Yes. That's I'm saying. Yeah. It's, a big, it's a big difference. If I took it, I'm like, what, what is he going to do about that? But if Jonathan says, hey, Chris, jump out the window, and I jumped out of the window, I can't call myself a victim. But if, if it's you, like you, you took, took Jonathan to pro- a dark
0: alley, if you took Jonathan to a dark alley, you held a gun up to him, you said, Jonathan, I want you to kill this person. Yeah. He's a victim.
2: If I if I put a gun to Jonathan's head and tell him to kill somebody?
0: Yeah. Yes,
2: he's a victim. He's I put a gun victim. to his head.
0: That's what happened with Bradley Cooper. No, it is
2: not. No one put a gun to... <laughs> no, it is not. 100% is not. His life Someone, was no, no, at no, stake. No, 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 no. Give me the example that you just said. They put a gun to his head immediately right there.
0: They didn't, they, they didn't put a physical gun to his head. Then get out of the fucking the, country the then. Life, then. Go to Canada. Their life. His no, life was at but, stake. But his it, wife's life was at stake. No. The corrupt police knows where he lived. What did Bradley Cooper's threatened. son do? what he what, what,
2: what did, uh What did Ryan Gosling's son do when he felt like his life was in danger?
0: He did something about it.
2: He, he, exactly. That's fine. He got he a left. gun. He, he, did he did a left. shittier thing. He got a gun. and le- Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The people are doing, you're saying that they're doing good things and then that's good. Like, no, they're doing terrible things and it's not making things better. And, they, and he had a choice. He has a choice. The same way that this kid had a choice. He was Bradley like, Cooper did not gun. have
0: a choice at the beginning of that movie. I stand by that. He did not have a choice.
2: How how does a human being not have a choice?
0: He did not have a choice. His choices were severely do you, limited. Do you believe in that? that money.
2: Do you believe that that he, he didn't doesn't have. have a choice? Like that just doesn't make At sense. At the to beginning
0: me. of that movie, when he took the money, he made the, he okay. He had the choice to take the money. Anything after that, his choices were severely limited by the fact that he chose not to take No, no,
2: no. They were limited. Look, I, I agree yeah. that his choices were limited. I, I even agree that his choices were limited down to two. Yeah. You know, to even stay in that social construct or you, you possibly die.
0: Or die. His wife dies. His kid fucking dies. Death,
2: yes. You, you, you broke it down for me for two things. Stay in that social construct where he's possibly a victim or death for everybody.
0: We've been, here, we've been in this thing for like 10 minutes.
2: Yes, like probably 15. But I mean, yeah. I think it's a good conversation.
0: It, it's a good conversation, but I think that your view of morality, your black and white view of morality, and the idea of victimhood is inherently flawed.
1: Do you
2: agree, Jonathan? I mean, if, if I get two against one, then, then I'll stop it. But it's just, I think you're wrong. But if Jonathan thinks I'm wrong as well, then I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> I really understand uh, both sides very well. Like yeah. when you're put in that situation, it is very hard to... Yeah. Make the right decision, mm. and Chris is just more like, "Uh, fuck no, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah, this is not right." So, in hindsight, I think it was kind of difficult for Bradley Cooper to just was, walk away. No, it to, was
2: it was a hundred million time percent hard for him to I, walk away. It was very hard. Like he couldn't. Like I'm saying, he might not have had the ability or the gumption mm. or the mental fortitude to say no at the time, but I'm like, it's still wrong. Just because he doesn't have the ability to do it at the time. Was but is wrong.
0: he a victim because he didn't have the ability to do it at the time?
2: I mean, it's, 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 it's I guess you can say he's a victim. It's he's like absolutely It's like, victim. I got to look at him like a child then. He like is he a victim know... of a circumstance. He's a little pussy. I can agree with like punk and stuff like that. Because yeah. I mean, then yeah, then he's like a seven year old who like.
0: He was a rookie cop starting he's, in the police he's
2: a rookie course. human at that point
0: though. he was a rookie cop and that's when like the circumstances of like it's, bradley it's, cooper's career bradley cooper trying to no, rise I, up, I've, up I've, the police I've,
2: station i did i did military work like i worked yeah. military four years and it's just even in my first year nobody's talking to me like that nobody what's what's the consequence oh well you can get the wall-to-wall training what's wall-to-wall training oh that's when you take your master sergeant he throws you against wall-to-wall and whoops your fucking ass and you better not say anything about and, it and that, or else and it's just like okay those are my options i can kiss ass or eat shit I ate the shit. You know, it's like you have options at all times, and a lot of the times the hard option isn't the option that See, most people. take. that's humans the
0: thing. Take. I don't think you have options all of the time. Sometimes your options are taken away.
2: No, no, no. You, you're forced no, on a particular path. No, no, it's, it's to the path that you don't want to take. Like him saying the, uh, the option of you die and all of your family die, you're saying that's not an option. I'm, it's not. I'm saying for me that is. The,
0: like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like saying,
2: like saying like I can tell on everybody, or I can go get beat up by my master sergeant in the back for an hour. You know, you say for you, you're saying that's not an option. And I'm saying it very much is.
0: See, I can't consolidate that. I can't consolidate mm-hmm. that turn of thought into my own. Like, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from, but I can't consolidate it into my own view of morality. Morali- mm-hmm. Mor- morality. His
1: his reasoning context. is just way more... You said it. It was just yeah. more black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like I can't... Like I, I I love myself, but I love other people. And I feel like if I fucked someone else over, then I'm going to be fucked over as well in the future. And I guess it's just a karma thing. But also, yeah. he's
1: a fictional character, and he was... I guess he was just supposed to be weak. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. we had to see the development of yeah. it. Like
2: I said, he might, like I'll agree that he was like the punk person earlier on, and then he developed more and more and more of a conscience, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately why he doesn't die. You know, even when, um, when he goes to pick up the child, it's not something that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he didn't want to pick up that kid. He struggled with that very hardly, and then he mm-hmm. finally picked the child up. When they gave him the money, he tried to give the money back to the mother. Right. And the first thing he went to do is give the money back to the mother Ramona says you fucked up my son's life therefore you fucked up my life yeah. you know so he definitely has a conscience at this point and even he, he was like okay she won't take the money so then he goes to the police chief it's like he takes every step to try to rectify it goes to the police chief the police chief is like what the fuck are you doing you think this is the right thing to do you want to do something right by telling on your brothers by telling everyone he's like oh you, get this fucking shit out of my office yeah. so he can't he can't trust the lady that he stole from he can't trust his brothers that he's working with the, his job like He has no one to trust. And then the next scene that we see is him opening the door and it's his father. Yeah. You know, it's the last person that he can go to. And that's why I was going back from the father son relationship because his father was there to actually give him some advice to help him, you know, proceed in life. And um, Ryan Gosling's father wasn't there for him. So he had no advice. The only advice he got was we should rob banks it's like he's like you don't you don't know what your skill set is like you got a very particular skill set and you have to use that so that was kind of the father figure for him at the time guiding him yeah Yeah, he was guiding him to help him show him how to provide for your kid he did another thing for him as a uh, the father figure in it Uh, he lets him know it's like if you ride like lightning you're gonna crash like thunder Mm -hmm. you know he's trying to look out for him and show him and, and give him some guidance you know as an adult but ryan gosling still doesn't get that you know that he's growing up into a man and become adult and he still wants to rob more banks The guy told him, it's like, if you rob one or two banks, three banks, you know, as long as you only a few, then they won't catch on. You know, you won't get caught. But when you get greedy, those are the people that get caught. Ryan Gosling got super greedy. And at another point was was he the who who, like who uh, saw the motorcycle in half? Was that? That was, was Robin. That it was Robin. Robin, yeah. Yeah, he was he was trying to be fatherly to him once more. Mm-hmm. You know, sawing the thing in half. Ryan Gosling goes up to him, puts a gun in his mouth while he's asleep. He was like, you owe me fucking money. You know, you owe me a bike, yada, yada. He goes off, robs another bank, attempts to rob another bank. Yeah, and but, that,
0: um, that's what ultimately led to him getting shot by oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper's thing. Yeah. Um, but the, there's an instinct, like, okay, the movie does a fantastic job at exploring father-son relationships, right? That you, you get three very clear instances of... Yeah. When the lack of a father figure, or the presence of, an, of a father figure, mm-hmm. dramatically influences the the life path that a certain character takes, mm-hmm. we got three very clear instances of that, and that's very that's very much a theme in the movie. Uh, relationships with fathers and sons, and like how fucked up they are, and the cyclical nature of life, or like your your actions or have consequences, yeah. and they'll come to bite you later on, and that no matter what the situation that caused the consequence. Uh, the consequence is still going to happen, mm. whatever good you intend. Which I, is something that I really appreciate about the movie, because it could have gone into the path of morality, where it was like, like too simplistic, mm. or overly aggressive in its in, in its oversimplification. But it didn't. It it, it kept it fairly straightforward. Mm. Like every choice came back to bite people in the ass. I think in a, in like a correct way. Mm. And I think that what they did with the sons, the later act, the one with the sons, wasn't nearly as strong as the first two. Oh yeah. But. It, it, it managed to bring the point home about saying that these are two different people yep. that one of them had their father around, but their father wasn't much of a father. Mm-hmm. The other one just didn't have a father. Mm-hmm. And now they're very much the same kid under very different circumstances.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I enjoyed to, all of I was just about to say that because mm-hmm. yeah, he got, he seemed like he got really involved in his work. He also got a divorce. Right. And his son was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Ryan Gosling's son was just the same thing
2: that's that's a great point um have them kids being the exact same and he says that to him uh the first time uh when he goes to sit down at the lunch table first time ever being in the school the uh, goddess council was like do you know anybody here He's like i guess not i don't know anybody yeah. he goes and sits down in front of some guy he was like i spotted you from all the way over there you're one of those lonely stoners aren't you you know? <laughs> so they do you work and get high by yourself so it's like he automatically he he recognized something in in that kid that was similar to him immediately mm-hmm. He, um, they take him out, they smoke a little weed, get high, whatever. But, um, you get to see that parallel on the last shots of the movie where, um, where the, the guy with the son, Bradley Cooper's son, is on stage with him clapping, you know, congratulating him for winning the district attorney award. And the son is standing there clapping. He's kind of just like annoyed that he's there for a moment. And they hold on him, and then you look in his eyes, and he's like, okay, like this eventually can be my future. Right. You know, as like he's showing him that you know you can have all of this. You know, just like he had a father, but but yeah, I, I really like how they showed the kids with fathers versus without fathers
1: in in their path.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's definitely what the movie was trying to say. And, oh yeah,
1: shoot. and in the end, they both seemed like they became the, both of their dads because yeah. he right. drove away on that yes. bike. That was cool. Yeah.
2: We 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 forgot to mention. Fucking Marshaal Ali.
0: Mahershala Ali, I love that guy. He uh he came
2: in and he was he's the, a uh,
0: really good supporting character. Yeah, no matter where he shows up. Yes,
2: definitely so. Uh, he was uh he was even Mendez's uh I guess boyfriend. They didn't say it was anything past that. You know, I guess it's a boyfriend, live-in boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, they're living inside the house. And um earlier on, where we finally get to see uh Ryan Gosling snap really for the first time. <laughs> uh, he's inside of his he's inside the house. And hold on for the for the record, why did why did even Mendez allow that to happen?
0: She. Didn't. what do you mean what, what what do you mean
2: the um uh, she she knows that she's with mahershala ali and they no, live no, no. they live together in the house and the, the, i'm sure the baby's been around what two months or whatever mm-hmm. and so mahershala ali has been he said he's been there since the kid was born so he's been around two to three months or so i,
0: I think it's definitely just like the appeal of of like the charm of a, a choice that you can't get away from really it's sort of like it's 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 a type of addiction I guess mm. she likes the thrill of Ryan Gosling she yeah. likes the bad boy persona cause like it and was, he shows up and she just kind of gives into it again
2: it's it's, a, it's like I, and I've, I was in a realistic situation like that in real life and it's like with the where a woman allowed something like that to happen between me and another guy mm-hmm. and so, it is a realistic type of thing. So, like, she she's, she allows Ryan Gosling into the house where she lives with another man over mm-hmm. the past three months or so. And he's in there working and putting another well, the the crib. Well, the
0: thing is that Eva Mendes didn't allow him into yeah. her house. the house. That's what mom. I was asking you. Yeah, like, it how did that happen? Mom. It was the mom. The
2: mom let him in. The, okay. uh,
0: she showed up and it's like, hey, I got gifts for the kid. And then he's building a crib in the yeah. kids' in the kids room.
2: Oh, and Eva Mendes wasn't Eva, uh, Eva no. Mendes got home from work with Marshall. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. That makes and, a lot more and sense. that's
0: why that conflict happened. Because yeah. was like, who the fuck is this cunt in my room? Well, was she was like, telling
1: him to get out too
2: yeah she, yeah, she, she was telling him to get out but I, I was um but one what was weird to me was like where He's he's working on a thing. He was like, uh, yeah, you need to calm your voice down. You know, you need to be quiet. <laughs> you know, he that's was so like, fucking funny. I'm, I'm right? not <laughs> I'm not gonna be quiet. This is my freaking house. Yada yada. And uh, she's st- she's standing in the doorway with the baby, and it's kind of like she's waiting to see what's gonna happen. You know, right. between the two, she's just like, I'm just gonna sit here and wait and see what happens. And then it's kind of like whoever wins the fight, that's who she's gonna side with. You know, right there. It was kind of similar to um.
0: I mean, Goslin won that fight. She's a non-tiger Goslin.
2: No, no 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 no. You see what he did to him though. Yeah. Like and she said like if it was a fight then that's one thing. But he took a weapon that he was using and smashed his skull in. Like, it wasn't even a fight. Like, she, he smashed his, his his eye socket in. Yeah. She looked down at him. She was like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, her standing there for those 15 seconds waiting for something to happen, she didn't think that was going to happen. Like, she expected Ryan to maybe punch him in the face or them fight, but she didn't expect him to take the weapon and smash his skull in. Like, that was way beyond what she expected. She wasn't even in the room. She was in the room, Mm. I don't think so. She left. No, 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 Her no. mom had the kid. No.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll have to rewatch it. I'm pretty sure.
2: Her mom sure. had the kid. No, 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 no. Her mom had the kid. I'm he took pretty the kid sure as he walked out, but you're saying even Mendez wasn't at the doorway
1: watching. I don't this? I don't think so. I'm, hold pre- on, hold I'm on, pretty on, sure.
0: She was I, in the hallway. She was she, in the was hallway. She was not looking into the room.
1: She took she, the baby, and then a couple seconds after that, Ryan Gosling had hit, hit Mahershala mm. and then he's kind of standing over Mahershala with the wrench. And, and then she, she you see her run in. But she um, didn't I don't think she saw it she, unfold. No, no, she didn't she didn't see that happen. She no, no, walked
0: no. into the hall would a calm the baby down. Yep. And then she heard Maharshala fall, mm. ran into the room with the kid, said, Mom, take the take kid the baby. in Spanish. Yep. yep. Gave it to the mom, knelt down in front of Maharshala mm. and then started screaming a goslin. Then gossip and laughed and took the baby from the goes Yeah. So like uh, she wasn't in the room at all when it happened. She wasn't even watching them.
1: Uh, you, you're saying that too that she didn't yeah, i'm pretty sure yeah. yeah i've seen it several times and i'm, I'm she, pretty sure no she, she wasn't in the room but it's
2: like y'all don't she wasn't she, looking into the hallway she the didn't door. hear any of that there was
0: no there was nowhere in the shot that led to us thinking that she was in the door frame watching the encounter she was in the hallway away from the encounter trying to calm down the kid when Ooh. she heard the altercation she brought the kid into the room gave it to the mom and then started her own altercation with goslin
2: I I mean I'm 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 overruled yeah. so I'm going to have to say I'm wrong. That's what happened. But I think I'm right still. I mean I
0: I I, I watched it like 2 hours ago. Yeah. So Oh no no you guys that's are rich. right. I mean it's yeah. it's
2: 2 against 1 like that's, you're
0: right. <laughs> but like yeah. but the, the, the that moment when Ryan Gosling snapped was really a powerful moment. Oh yeah. Um because and and this is a weird sense of, mora- like, where the weird sense of morality comes in. Because Ryan Dawson just wants to provide for the kid. Yeah. Granted, the kid doesn't have a fucking crib. Yeah. While he's building the crib, I was like, that baby needs a fucking crib. Mm. He's going to fall down and fucking split his head open. That happens. <laughs> and, and like. It just goes I- to show how
1: reckless he is, though. Yeah. Like, right. he, he, he escalated that quickly to that. Yes. And, and then he, that way, he's like, oh, I'm going to go rob banks. And <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it fits with this whole persona. The yeah. attack yeah. happened, and that's yeah. what pushes him at the end to do, like, one last drastic f- grab for money, yeah. give it to the kid because we know he's not going to be able to see the kid again, mm. leads to his death because he didn't think things through, forgot his glasses, fucked up the robbery. And then, and that's what, like, that recklessness leads to the conflict that creates Bradley Cooper's situation and mm. circumstance, uh, which, by the way, started because Bradley Cooper shot first.
2: Yes. He, uh, did, he it, didn't follow
1: protocol like he said that he did. He
0: didn't follow protocol mm. and he said that he did. Mm. But he was, like, once again Fuck. in that situation—
1: what? Dang, when we were having this, when y'all were having that big morality debate, yeah. we could have talk, also talked about the like morality in that. Yeah, yeah. If, like, he could have yeah. just said, Yeah, man, I, I shot first.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. had he said he shot first, yep. nothing would have happened else, mm-hmm. but he didn't say he shot first. And I'm not saying that it was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not celebrating for it, it's yeah. actually quite. shit mm-hmm. Um, but again, the pressures of having an authority figure looking at you, I just want you to tell me what happened, I want you to tell me what you remember, and the expectation that he was fishing. For saying that Gosling shot first. Uh, And that expectation when you're in a hospital in a position of weakness, you're probably going to follow through with that. He took so
1: much pride in his work that he let it lead to him making very poor decisions. I
2: I think it's like it's it's just I have to let it go because I can't understand that. Like I've never experienced that to where another human being was in front of me and I felt like lesser than that human being. You know
0: and not, It's not feeling lesser It's it's feeling in a, in a position of weakness
2: I've never felt it
0: It's not a lesser Like When like, you're in a position of weakness Whether it's like socially Or emotionally Or, or, or sort of financially yeah. Like they, they can That sort of pressure Can lead to you Making a choice That you normally wouldn't make
1: Was the Air Force Your dream job? Like did you want to Die to be in the Air Force? Hell no it So no. Think of it like What if Bradley Cooper Wanted to be a police officer So badly mm-hmm. You know That was his lifelong dream So yeah. He's put in these situations where, oh, I could potentially be kicked off the force if I say I shot first or if I say that, you know, I also participated in the money stealing. You, know,
2: you have you have to do that. That's the thing. It's like with the podcast. I love the podcast and we put a lot of effort into it. But I'm, I could say, hey, I could we could potentially lose hundreds of listeners if I say, hey, this is another good podcast that you guys should listen to. But I'm going to do that because if, if the only reason that you're righteous is because you feel like you're right, then you're not. You know, if if you're right, you are. The truth is the truth, and falsehood is falsehood. Like I don't want someone to be somewhere under false pretense.
0: The thing is know? that there's like, a, and
2: that, that includes me. If I'm in an area under false pretense, that I don't need to be there. That just it is what it is.
0: I, I would never, I, mean. I would never consciously put myself in a position of that sort of weakness where I'm pressured to do something that I normally wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. But there's bound to be a moment in my life when I'm going to be put in that position. But why wouldn't you be able to willingly?
2: Why wouldn't you be able to like withstand it though? It, it, it
0: depends on this. It depends on the context of the situation. It depends how big the pressure is. What the consequences of not letting that pressure get to me are. The consequences of that. Like, do the, the, does me resisting in that sort of societal, societal societal pressure lead into a better consequence than me just going along with it? Mm. There's a, there's such a strong sense of preservation. And there's just a strong sense of, like, like I care about other people immensely, but I'm the one that has to Self-preservation to is
2: what it yeah. sounds like. Like, I don't like i have that for my daughter you know but it's like i would kill all of y'all if it may, even if y'all are great people <laughs> yeah. and my daughter like did something terrible and they was like well the only way that you'll be able to save your daughter's life is to kill these great people then easily yeah you know because that's my daughter but it's like i don't have that self-preservation for like my own life but and and, and
0: that's know. an argument that's an argument of ethics mm. that i mean it's extremely complicated yeah and we're dealing with kantian ethics and she's mm. ethics and mm. bentham ethics yeah we're dealing with all of those like super complicated concepts that mm. just can't be oversimplified yeah. to one analogy or situation mm. which is well i mean i love that i love the conversation that we just had about this movie because it, it deals with all of that mm. it deals like like if you're a kid without a dad and you're poor what are your options if yeah. you're a kid without a dad that's rich what are your options mm. so it's exploring all of those things yeah and like by bradley cooper not doing the right thing initially and saying that he shot first he instigated all these sort of circumstances that happened. Oh, yeah. that's sort of like a butterfly effect yeah. but when you're put in a position where you have an authority figure that's pointing at you and like looking at you extenuating and asking something of you in a position of weakness mm. uh you're in a hospital bed you know whatever circumstances are. you're not in the right clear mind mm. you've just got shocked mm. from being in a in a shootout like all of those things all of those like tiny little circumstances then just lie. lead to a decision that you probably wouldn't have done had you not been in those circumstances.
2: I, I, I would hope that I'm in one of those circumstances one day and then y'all can call me out on that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, ideally, like, I would love that, but it's just, I just, I don't understand it. But
0: yeah, and, and it's a great movie, it's, it's difficult, but, like, I've read enough about ethics and i read enough about sort of the concepts of morality and the philosophy of it to understand that maybe it's not like what we hold for our beliefs is not always what we act upon
2: and, and yeah and it's different for uh, different yeah. people for like you you're you have a morality line for yourself mm-hmm. jonathan has one for himself and i have one for myself you know like everyone has uh different lines of morality or mm-hmm. ethics and things that we consider right or wrong for ourselves in our own
1: lives
0: yeah yeah what did, what what did you think was like the, the best part of this movie like what, what 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 is what have you watched this movie multiple times
1: uh, i kind of i think it um uh, made me want to go to film school i, I watched it a lot in theaters saw like twice in theaters and i own it um nice. but i i really liked the structure i liked that it was three different storylines yeah. i really liked ryan gosling's character it's my favorite character he's ever played yeah. i liked that the feeling of just wanting to provide for his kid he he was very uh there's something very endearing about him just right. wanting to be a good dad, yeah. but also unwilling to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm
2: not going to change in order to raise his kid. Yeah, and, but, I, uh, and I really
1: just thought Dane DeHaan was so like just stole the show at the end of the movie. Who, who was that? That's uh, Ryan Jay. Gosling's son, Jason. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. all right.
0: Okay, he, he did it. He was my favorite part of the he's last. Such act. a good actor. Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah. what did you, what did you think about um the, the cinematic standpoint, like the cinematography?
1: Um, I would love to give you a quippy little mm-hmm. film school answer, but I didn't really have any sort of uh, cinematography notes about it. That's so, just just really blown away by the story.
0: Yeah. I, I think that the, the cinematographer of this movie did a lot of ingenious things. Uh, first of all, like setting up the, no movie starts with a tracking shot as pretty as the beginning of this movie oh, without yeah. knowing what they're doing. Yeah. Like you have to have confidence as a director. To say my first shot is going to be three minutes long tracking shot into a bike ball. Um, but not only that, but like there, there was a lot of sort of shots with Bradley Cooper signifying his entrapment into whatever situation he's in. Like when, when Scott comes in and starts talking about it, he needs a little bit of a kilo of coke to like blame another family mm-hmm. uh, or like blame someone else for carrying coke. Uh, he doesn't shoot it over from, like, shot, reverse shot, Mm. he shoots it in a wide over the grates of the cells where all the evidence is kept, Mm. meaning that both people are behind bars because of whatever actions they are. They're entrapped in the circumstances. There's a bunch of tiny little stuff like that in the movie that I think is amazing.
1: You know, like, how Robin and... uh, What's Ryan Gosling's name in the movie? Luke. You know how they had kind of a... Like a very catastrophic kind of... uh, Relationship. and lit relationship mm-hmm. and when you first see them notice each other they're riding a four-wheeler and a dirt bike and i like the shot of it's uh they're playing like some kind of ominous music and mm-hmm. you can just see and ryan Gossing light. riding through the trees and he just keep he keeps glancing right. at uh Robin, I think that was a good setup. Yeah. My
0: favorite part about that shot is that the fact that we have, we are very, very loud leading up to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: that shot happens and it's very, very quiet, mm-hmm. just playing ominous music. And then as soon as the moment's gone, we go back into the loud street racing vibe. Yeah. And the like, movie does that fucking fantastically. The chases are amazingly well shot. Because they're not shot as a chase. I think half of the chase, it's shot when Bradley Cooper is chasing Ryan Gosling. Mm. It's shot as if it was a cop cam. Uh, looking into Ryan Goslin running away on a bike. And I thought that was a really ingenious way to get a chase sequence to look super dynamic, super complicated, when in reality it probably wasn't even that exciting of a chase. Mm-hmm.
1: Do um, y'all know that piano piece they play in the movie It's like do, you know it was like it was really right beautiful sounding and I like that they showed that part where Dane DeHaan was riding on his bicycle mm-hmm. in kind of an overhead. Shot and it's like, oh, that's the exact same shot they showed when Ryan Goxling was on his motorcycle. Right. Uh, so I like that they did that the, show that they're the, the they're music alike. for
2: me. I was uh, catching the Hall & Notes songs. They had three Hall Notes Notes uh, songs. I heard those yeah. from the um, when they first met, uh, he said, um, uh, not since Hall of Notes has there been a, been such a team, you know, right. and then directly after that, they play a Hall & Notes song, they, they play one again later when, um. When Bradley Cooper and uh, Ray Liotta are in the car together, they play another Hall of Notes. But I looked it up online. There's not like a big connection. It's just that the director, writer likes Hall of Notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there was one more thing I wanted to say, but I, I forgot about it. Um, do you have any last words for?
2: This is a really good movie. Um, out of a one to a ten, I'll give it eight point five. Solid eight point five.
0: How about
1: you? That's yeah. nine.
0: Nine. Give it a nine. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chris. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with eight point five. More five. For me. I think that the movie was so ambitious that it suffered at some points mm. in telling its storylines. I think it could have done a little bit more restraint yeah. with what happened in the storylines. And I think that ultimately took down a couple of points for me. Mm. But the writing was solid. The performances were amazing. Oh, yeah. Cinematography was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a real, like real things can happen. Yes. And I just feel like all these sort of different people intertwined very well into a very cohesive story that was separated such so drastically from its structure. Yeah. And I think it worked really well. So, I really, really, really like this movie and I recommend it.
2: Oh, yeah. Cool.
0: Yep. All right. So, we're going to cut and we're going to talk about television and movie premieres. Yeah
2: yay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Boop. and welcome back to television and movie premieres uh chris we're gonna let you do a thing with as little interruption as we can because we have a long ass episode
2: yeah yeah yeah. all right (laughs) uh this is uh tv and movie premieres for tuesday sorry
0: i got a text immediately broke my promise but a text didn't ring
2: it it, it, did earlier that's the second text
0: I think you just right. wanted
2: to interrupt me just now.
0: I <laughs> yeah, I was like,
2: texts been going off all day. You're good. Um, <laughs> for, uh, TV and movie premieres Tuesday, April the 11th through Monday, April the 17th. Uh, the first one's going to be Tuesday, April the 11th. Brooklyn Nine Nine is coming back. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is oh, a good show. Uh, yes. We we watched some of it. Uh, had it been over a year ago, we were over at uh, Daniel and Lauren's old old apartment. That's right, yep. Yeah, and we watched some Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, it's really really funny. Uh, the guy from Lonely Island, Adam Andy, Sandberg. Andy. Adam Sandberg Andy. is in it. Uh, Andy, yeah. Uh, it's a comedy it's on fox at 8 p.m tuesday april the 11th what's the name chelsea peretti's in that too um that is the wife of jordan peele she's freaking hilarious and yeah. i think she's fucking gorgeous Solid. P- people don't agree with me her nose is kind of weird like owen wilson.
0: i don't know what she looks like so I it's imagine like she's owen wilson, super wilson with, italian.
2: With, yeah she's super italian
0: <laughs> oh chelsea peretti yeah she was in louis ck a couple times right Oh, yes. On the show, yes, yes. she yeah. Yeah. he yes. went on a day, She went on the helicopter. Yeah, yes. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. I like her.
2: Yeah, she's fucking funny. She yes, and she's fucking hot. Yes, good job, Jordan Peele. Um, that's <laughs> good uh, that's, job, Chelsea.
1: She's having his kid too.
2: <laughs> yeah, good job. Well, I guess. Well, I don't know. Jordan Peele is not that handsome to me. So, Chelsea, you could have did better. But, but good job, Jordan. Been <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, next thing is going to be NASA's Unexplained Files. Anybody interested in NASA's unexplained? No, files I'm at so all?
0: fucking done with aliens, dude. You better skip right on. No, no, no.
2: This now. is actually this is on the Science Channel from actual NASA, like oh, not okay. not okay. on the History Channel, uh, Ancient Aliens.
0: Fuck my life. No, all right. I'm I'm a little bit more into it. Uh,
2: yeah, like it. I'm I'm interested in like actual real science and like actual NASA. Like I'll I'll watch if you're gonna give me some <laughs> real shit. You know, but, uh, yeah, that's that's NASA's Unexplained Files. is a documentary on the Science <laughs> Channel at 9 p.m.
0: NASA Unexplained Files, Finding Bigfoot. <laughs>
2: oh, that's, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Discovery Channel with NASA. Uh, next thing is going to be Friday, April the 14th, Mystery Science Theater. It's a comedy that's going to be on Netflix. Did Anybody watch that back in the day, Mystery Science Theater? I the started
0: watching it recently. Mm-hmm. But, like, the problem with it being on Netflix is that you can't watch the big episodes because the copyright issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's uh, it's, it's okay for what I've seen, but I would have loved to see some of like, the, the original episodes. Yeah.
2: Or they, they're rebooting it and now they have uh, Jonah Ray, Patton Oswalt, and Felicia Day as uh, voices <sighs> I on this love show. Felicia Day. You, you can also expect Jerry Seinfeld, Joel McHale, Neil Patrick Harris, and more. 14 episodes stream today. Nice. Not today, but Friday for you
0: guys. Cool. I, I love Felicia Day. Hell, I yes, Felicia, Felicia Day. Hell yeah. You fuck with Felicia right. Day? Who, who is that? Redhead. She was in Supernatural a couple times. She was. She does Geek and Sundry mm-hmm. on YouTube. She. She had a
2: her first show. Was that first show it was about uh, like World of Warcraft? The Guild. The Guild. The, the Guild.
0: Guild. I'll Have to look her up. She's like really big in like geek nerd culture. Yes. Yeah, and super. I absolutely fucking love her. Oh yeah. She plays Magic the Gathering. Fuck yeah, Felicia. Hell yeah. Anyway. Felicia, yeah, Felicia is awesome. She probably smells good though.
2: I bet she smells good. <laughs> have you seen her hair?
0: Like she looks fantastic. It's oh like my some fucking elf shit. Goodness. Anyway. Yes. Uh,
2: the next thing, um, Jonathan's actually looking forward to this one right here. Uh, Sandy Wexler. It's a, <laughs> uh, it's a comedy on Netflix. is going to be out this Friday. Uh, the latest Adam Sandler Netflix original is set in the 1990s. Uh, it stars Jennifer Hudson, Terry Crews, Arsenio Hall, and,
1: of course, Kevin James and Rob Schneider. Are
0: you, <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually looking forward to it? We, sorry, we had a side?
1: conversation a couple of days ago. Like, Do you think Adam Sandler underrated. is underrated? Yeah. And, there, and he said he thinks he gets the right amount of praise. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets adequate amounts of praise. I think he gets a little bit <laughs> he too much inked that. He inked that super fat Netflix deal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fucking but, eight more movies. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. I
2: mean, he, he, the 90s and early 2000s, like, he was, like, untouchable. Like
0: I only like one Adam Sandler movie. It's, uh, you have, have you seen multiple Adam Sandler movies? I've, seen, I've seen, like, five. Mm. I've seen a fair amount. Uh,
2: I, he's made, like, 50, though. So I know, it's like, but
0: out of I, five, I like one.
2: That's that's about it, though. That, yeah. like, do the math on that. If, 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 out of five, you like one, and he's it's made 50 of,
1: movies. It's like 10% yes. of
0: his movies. You're going to like, you know. Like,
1: 98 was his year. Was like, yeah. Water, yes. That, that like, was Waterboy.
0: No, Boy bu- bu- bullshit. Sorry. I, I like two of them. I like Waterboy, and I like uh, the animated one.
2: You didn't like, um, I don't know. I don't want to like go down the list. I, 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 would, I would have to think. I mean, he's, he's made a good amount yeah. of movies. I mean, he I like, like, 11 of them, but I hate like 30 of them like mm-hmm. this like 30 of those movies are like the worst abortion piece of shit movies ever but there's there's like <laughs> 11 or 12 to where it's like i think are funnier than most yeah. comedians movies like
0: it's also mm-hmm. it's also a comedy i'm pretty harsh with comedies
2: mm-hmm. go ahead uh, miss science theater though but that's uh that's everybody that i just named and um that's coming back on friday april the 14th for the first time sandy wexler you're gonna get that if you're gonna watch it or not uh next day is saturday april the 15th j cole for your eyes only a Dreamville film. That's going to be on HBO with Jay some Cole, music. The, rap? the rapper, yeah, oh. J Cole. Uh, yeah, it's, it's for your eyes only. A Dreamville film is a special music documentary on HBO at 10 p.m. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. J Cole, you do your thing. I like J Cole. He's, he's hey, pretty nice. He's nice. Uh, next thing is going to be same day Saturday Night Live. is a comedy. 11:30 p.m um for the first time in the show's 42 year history uh going to be hosted by Jimmy Fallon. They will air a coast to coast meaning an 8:30 p.m. start on the west coast. This will all, this also will be true for three more episodes. So they're actually going to be Saturday night live like literally Saturday night live, you know. So
1: that's cool. going to be cool to see. Like actual it's live. It's kind of
0: interesting to see Fallon host Saturday
1: night live. Wait, so it'll what time is it premiering on the east coast?
0: On the east coast
2: it's still 11:30.
1: Okay. But they yeah, but have 8:30 on the west. Yeah. It, hasn't it always been like that? No. Like, like, if like if I'm watching it, if I'm watching Saturday Night Live. In California? In California. Then it came,
2: then it's they, already. It, it's three hours old. Because they were. All right. So in.
1: It's probably a stupid thing no, 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 to no, be all right, all right, say, stumped about. But, say say,
2: say, <laughs> say in, in New York, in New York it's 1130 and they're shooting it live. But mm-hmm. then in California it's 830 right now. At 830 they're not going to be seeing Saturday Night Live because it doesn't come on until 1130. So they have to wait three more hours. No,
1: no, no. no. But no, if I, it's thought, I thought I thought the show I thought the show always came on at eight thirty in California. You know, no, 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 because no. it's like oh, oh eleven thirty Eastern Standard Time. No, Saturday Night Live
2: is still coming on eleven thirty like in West Coast time.
1: Oh really? really? Eight thirty Saturday? night? no,
2: no, no, I lived in California for six years. I was not watching Saturday Night Live at eight thirty p.m. That's bizarre. No, see, I cause always,
0: cause that, that my, was, my expectation was that it was like if it comes on the air at eight thirty in Cali, it comes mm-hmm. on the air at eleven. Like people here. that want to watch, it comes N- on eleven thirty here. Like people yes. that want
1: to watch NFL games in mm-hmm. the West Coast, gotta get up at. They gotta get up early. I had to watch games at ten o'clock. See, I thought oh, that's how SNL would no, have done it. No, yeah. huh, no. Interesting. Huh. I did not know that.
2: I mean, okay. what about like uh, David Letterman? Like you watch him at eleven o'clock here, you're not gonna get to see it at eight p.m. in California. You know, you still have to see, wait until the, the, the schedule blocks on. Um,
0: well, that's what I thought. I, I thought that they yeah. scheduled the, the blocks to be like, the, to make up for the three hour difference. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought if it aired at 1130 here, mm. it would air at 830. Oh, now. no. Uh-uh. But,
2: that would be uh, cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it would be
0: nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, the next thing is Sunday, April the 16th, The Leftovers guys i've been waiting for this so i mean you've I'm talked
0: about this show yeah.
2: over and over and over and over and over again and they cancel the show and this is the last season so thank you guys for not what not you specifically you're welcome oh, you you're not a tv guy like i wouldn't no. yeah <laughs>
1: isn't an hbo show yeah
2: it's like y'all aren't, y'all aren't like super tv people but like anybody that's listen to this if you're a tv person and you didn't watch the leftovers you fucked yourself by the so, way i haven't
0: <laughs> watched any game of thrones
2: you're not TV guy I'm like no like if, if you if you was like hey I haven't watched any movie in the past five years I would be admonishing you because you're in film school and we you're host right. a film podcast you know but TV like let's do whatever you want totally. to do I haven't, I haven't watched an anime in seven years besides Dragon Ball so what
0: <laughs> to kick, let's go. Yeah, it's anyway.
2: like uh, watch what you want to watch. Uh, see uh, the, the leftovers. Uh, the acclaimed third and final season is set in Australia and Texas. Um, the last show is Veep. It's going to be on HBO Sunday, April the sixteenth. It's uh, ten thirty p.m. on HBO.
0: Sweet.
2: All right, continuing to run through, we have movies for this week. The Lost City of Z, one hundred and forty-one minute runtime. It's an action, adventure, biography, drama, history movie. What was that movie? Uh, the Lost City of Z. Okay. A uh, true-life drama centering on, centering on a British explorer uh, who discovered while uh, searching for a mystery city in the Amazon in the 1920s, uh, starring uh, Charlie Hunnenman? Hunningham. Yeah, the guy from, what's the name from um, from that show that I liked? It's, it's uh, Taboo. Sons. Sons of Anarchy. Sons we go.
0: Oh, that guy's hot as fuck. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's hot. Charlie Hunningham.
2: And uh, Robert Pattinson's in this as well. Sienna Miller and Tom Holland. Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Okay. I don't know who that is.
0: He's the kid that's going to play Spider Man.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Well, yeah, he's in this The Lost City of Z. Oh, well, shit. Uh, next thing is going to be Spark, a space tale. A 90 Minute Runtime is an animation adventure comedy family sci fi. A uh, Spark, a teenage monkey, and his friends, Chunk and Vix, are on a mission to regain Planet Banna, a kingdom overtaken by the evil overlord Zohong. <laughs> uh, stars Susan Sarandon, Jessica Bill, Patrick Stewart, and Hilary Swank. <laughs> I can't even laugh anymore because I might be dragged to go see that movie. It's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Uh, it's
2: the, uh, the next movie is uh, The Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious.
0: Yeah.
2: A 136 minute <laughs> runtime is an action crime thriller when a mysterious woman seduces Dom into the world of crime and betrayal of those closest to him. The crew face trials that will test them like never before.
1: 136 minutes? You know 136 what's a better oh uh, star, right?
2: Starring Dwayne Johnson, Charlize Theron, Scott Eastwood, and Vin Diesel.
0: The best part about that movie is Dwayne Rock Johnson and Charlize Theron. Also, better synopsis for that movie, mm-hmm. family.
2: Yeah, just family. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just
0: family in big, bold, fucking black fucking letters.
2: Are y'all fans of the series?
0: No. I've seen, I've
1: seen most of them. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean,
0: Tokyo Drift was my favorite one. That's of yeah, it's my favorite one. <laughs> you know what? There, I've noticed a, I've noticed a pattern. People that love the franchise, Tokyo Drift is the worst movie. Yeah. People that just kind of go like, eh. Tokyo, Tokyo, Drift is Dr- a Tokyo Drift was so cool. Movie. It really was. It was fantastic.
1: Where the
2: fuck were y'all 10 years ago?
0: I was 15 I was 12 No,
2: no this is what I'm saying like because um, what's, what's going to happen is 10 years from now I'm going to be in a room somewhere and then I'm like you know what like Fantastic Four was cool Fantastic Four was cool like they should have made more of it I'm like what the fuck have y'all been you know that's, that's what that felt like just now because, like, I was like, I love Tokyo Drift at the time. And it was like, what little Bow Wow is in this? This is sucks. It's not it's different from the story together. That was a good movie. It was fucking great. Not, <laughs> not only that was the, a great, but not a- it good. But uh, compared to the, no, 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 it wasn't a great movie. It was great for the series. Right. Like, but not only, awesome, like,
0: people yeah. complained that it was so different. Yeah. But then fucking five happened and now these cocksuckers are secret agents. Yeah.
1: Aren't so, they going to have the Tokyo Drift guy? Aren't they going to have the Tokyo Drift guy in this movie? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Pretty sure. I don't know. Or he was in the last movie. I don't mm. remember. Uh, I stopped. Yeah. I won't.
0: After it's uh, you betrayed your family, I think it's enough, to You, um, you think this is
2: the last uh, one? No. Uh, they're making way too much money. Hell no.
0: It's like, this is like Transformers. I read an article today that Michael Bay said there are 10 more Transformers, 10 plus more Transformer stories being written. Why not?
1: Not by, he, he's not directing them anymore, <laughs> though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Isn't that
0: good? <laughs>
2: Not by him, right? I mean, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, he step, He said he's stepping away after this yeah. one. All Thank right.
0: fuck for that, yeah. Jesus Michael Bay. Yeah. I admire the fact that you're successful, but fuck me. Yeah. Stop. Anyway, mm. now that we've shot on Michael Bay, I guess it's an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any, good to me. Anything? Anything else? You anyone watching? One add?
2: Um, Louis wore a suit in that episode that you seen.
0: He did. He did wear a suit. He we looked very, suit. very, very splashy. Yeah. Very I
2: was like, first special he's ever worn a suit. It was, just, it was unusual to see.
0: Oh, yeah. I've only seen him in suits when he goes to like, Fallon David or Letterman, yeah. Yeah, David Letterman. Yep. Uh, how about you, Johnny? Anything else?
1: No, not really. Cool.
0: <laughs> All right. Watch The Place Beyond the Pines. It's a fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. You'll love it. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Great. Uh, you can find us on Twitter.
2: I just referenced David Letterman like he's a person that's on television.
0: He'll, he's not on television. He retired anymore. like
2: five years ago. Like, that's where I'm at in my brain. Like,
0: it's been like two. I'll give you that. It's okay, been like two, like two years, yeah,
2: two, three like years. Two. Yeah. Like this guy's. I not, thought
0: he was in Tully, too, if I'm <laughs> being honest. Okay, good. All right. All right. Good All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking love <laughs> you. Uh, you can tweet us at underscore FFS Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at the FFS Podcast. We're on Twi- we're in SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iTunes podcast app under the name for film's sake. Uh, so talk to us, do your thing. It'll be great. Uh, watch The Place Beyond the Pines and Jonathan thank you for coming on the show thank oh, you guys yeah. very much feel free to eat your veggies now. yes I've been
1: like, eyeing them yeah. the whole episode <laughs>
0: I'm sorry take care guys thank you guys for listening